up, everybody? Good morning on Saturday, August 7th, 2021. We are back with some strong coffee and stronger bets here on Brewed Bets presented by Paled Horse Coffee. I am your host, BJ of Sports with BJ. And as always on Brewed Bets, we're joined by our co-host, JT. JT, how are we doing this morning? Uh, doing great. Ready to win some money. Back after a couple weeks off. That's it. And that's what we're here to do is to win as much money as possible, help people win some money with some picks and some insight. Sometimes it's hard to do all of the, the research. So that's what we're here for. We're here to, to dive deep and to get you some winners and bring them to you every Saturday morning. But we got to start how we always start. What's in the cup? I am on Pale Horse's Valhalla Vanilla with just a dash of French vanilla creamer. And I got to be honest with you, I thought the whiskey aged, the whiskey barrel aged coffee changed my life, but the Valhalla vanilla with a little bit of creamer is just splendid on a rainy Saturday morning. Obviously, not rainy where JT's at, but <laughs> drinking. I am also drinking the vanilla um, to, with a little bit of two percent milk. Didn't have any creamer today, um, and then I, I I have some. I didn't put it in this coffee, but uh, summer drink. I, I'm big into butter pecan flavoring and i made my own butter pecan sauce that i was thinking about oh. put, putting in my coffee as a flavoring but that's down in the jar in the fridge i'll have to try that out and let you know how it is and chef thomas over there i love it <laughs> making my own coffee syrup how mm -hmm. about that well we're going to dive into it here um we, we've got a lot going on the olympics are coming to an end baseball's in full swing Golf is back at it. They never skip a beat, do they? <laughs> and then we've also got, uh, the, well, the men, as of right now, won the gold medal, um, beat France by, what was it, five? Uh, yes. Four or five. Um, so hopefully you did not take that big odds boost that came through from DraftKings yesterday <laughs> where you could get them, what was it, minus 20 for plus 300 <laughs> or hey, something like that? Yeah. that, uh, Didn't that DraftKings throws those out to try to uh, try to draw people in. It. uh I think it makes them some money. <laughs> it does, but I want to thank DraftKings for the free money. Uh, they gave me a free $10 bet yesterday, which I instantly put on the Chicago White Sox to win in a day game. Um, <laughs> so thank you for the free $15, and I will be using that towards today's bet. So let's jump into it. I have some unique things going on for me today, JT. I'm typically a 3-2-1 guy, but I saw something today. I'm going to call it my mega parlay. It's three games, but the odds are 1443 plus 1443 if this hits. And it's pretty simple. It's Tigers minus a run and a half, Royals on the money line, and the Rockies minus a run and a half. We'll get into that later and why I'm so confident in that. All that free money from DraftKings going directly <laughs> on that parlay. Then I'm also going to take uh, the Blue Jays. They got a doubleheader today in Canada up there in Toronto with the Red Sox. I'm going to take them on the money line in game one, not game yeah. two with the doubleheader. They beat up on the Red Sox last night. They did. They did. It didn't even look like they were from the same league. Mm -hmm. um, but that happens sometimes in baseball, especially when you're traveling, you know, over the pond, across the pond, however they say it. <laughs> and then my final bet today is going to be Dodgers minus one and a half on the run line. So five bets all together, but three of them are tied in a parlay. We'll jump into why I like those picks here in a minute, but we're going to throw it over to JT to give us his best bets for this weekend. We've got a lot of uh, a lot of favorites uh, on the run line this week. Uh, mm -hmm. I've also I, I'm also on that Rockies minus one and a half. Uh, I think that's a great bet by you. Uh, I'm interested to see what you have to say about the Tigers and the Royals, but uh, I definitely agree with you about that Rockies pick. I'm also going White Sox minus one and a half for probably some of the same reasons that you threw money on the White Sox yesterday. 
I'm on them today as well. And then tomorrow, I'm on the Reds' money line against the Pirates. But we'll get into – I mean, that's my team. I'll get into why I don't like them <laughs> later on. And then two Olympic plays. I'm, I'm going USA women's basketball to bring him the gold as well as the men's. They're taking on Japan uh, tonight, I believe at 10.30 tonight. And spreads minus 17.5. I still like it. Uh, I think they're going to uh, blow them out. And then the last pick of the day – the men's marathon. Uh, I'm taking an underdog. This is my this is my long shot pick of the day at plus one thousand odds. I'm going Shora Katata. I think is how I say his mm-hmm. name, and I'll get into why I like him here in a bit. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine on that last name. I would have probably said it the exact same way, <laughs> uh, just reading right off the top. Um, but yeah, let's jump back into it. So I, I did throw some interesting picks out there, and I always like to see, listen, at the time that we do this show, our bets aren't always placed because anyone who follows the show can tell you most of the time, one of us is going to have a bet or three that the other one talks us into or out of. Mm-hmm. So. I'm going to hit you with what I have going on and I'm going to talk about each leg of this parlay and you tell me if I've got a good thing going or if I'm wasting my money, although it's a parlay. So it's probably wasting my money anyway. (laughs) All right. So let's start with the first leg Detroit minus one and a half over the Indians. Nobody saw this coming, but the tigers reasonably can claim that they're the second best team in the AL central right now. Cleveland Mm -hmm. certainly can't say that they are right. The Indians are five and nine in their last 14 and aren't really scaring anybody. Detroit has quietly been coming on strong. Um, They've risen to the middle of the pack in most of the offensive categories in the MLB. And while Tyler Alexander hasn't been great, the starter for the Indians, Eli Morgan, has been far worse this year. He's got a 6.75 ERA and has given up at least three earned runs in seven of his eight starts. He's a rookie. So he did. I just don't think he's quite ready for the majors. And the only reason he's in the lineup right now in the rotation is because of injuries. And in his one start against the Tigers earlier, he gave up four earned runs and two homers. You add a couple base runners on during those homers. It's a lot uglier than what the score indicated. So with those reasons, I like, I like the Tigers to not beat the Indians per se. I like them to beat Eli Morgan. Mm-hmm. So there's the first leg of that parlay. Second leg of that parlay, the Royals have done nothing but bite me all year long. <laughs> all year long. But I'm liking them today. They did lose the opener of the series, but right before that, they had won two in a row over the White Sox. They've been playing pretty well recently. They're 10-6 and six in their last 16. And in addition to them being a bit better than most, most odds makers realize, I think I'm going to get an amazing value with Brad Keller on the mound. Yeah. He was an ad, he was a disaster earlier in the year, but he's finally setting in in his four July starts. He had a 2.28 ERA. So that kind of backs up what we saw in 2020 when he gave us a glimpse of so much promise. He finished 2020 with a 2.47 ERA and in the month of July he had a 2.28. So I think it was only really a matter of time before he got his stuff together. And it looks like the month of July, he did that. So now's the time to buy low on him for me. Kind of like when we like to fade Walker Bueller. I think that um, I think that Keller can be that guy. Um, the Cardinals, though, they've been pretty lethargic recently. They have lost three games in a row by at least three runs right before they won the opening series last night, the opening mm-hmm. game of the series last night. So I'm going to fade Keller. I'm going to ride the the Cardinals lethargicism or lethargicness, whatever that <laughs> word might be. And I'm going to roll with them. 
And then I'll talk a little bit about the Rockies. I'm going to wrap up the mega parlay is what I'm calling it today. The Rockies minus one and a half over the Marlins. Uh, This is a team that's been above 500 since June 13th. So it can't be written off into, you know, such the small sample size that we've had recently, but they just smoked Miami by a score of 14 to two Friday. Right. So when you throw in the fact that the Marlins are starting Jesus Lazardo, who's only 23, I really can't believe that the Rockies are going to be plus money here. Minus one and a half. Right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about Lazardo. 13 appearances, six starts with Oakland this year before he got traded. 6.87 ERA and his first starts with the Marlins after getting traded. He was really mediocre. It's a tough ballpark to pitch in. I think this is a recipe for disaster, and I think the Rockies walk away easily. I don't think it's going to quite be 14 to 2 like it was last night, but it's not going to be pretty. So yeah. those are my three legs of the parlay. Before I get into my final two, what do you like there? Did I did I sway you that I might know what I'm talking about this morning? Yeah, I, I like that uh, Royals pick that you, you gave. Um, I, I I love uh, – what's his name? Uh, the, the pitcher for the Royals. Um, Allen? I'm sorry. What are we talking about? The the Royals pitcher that you mentioned. Um, why am I drawing a blank? Um, Keller, Keller, Brad Keller. Yes, he he burned me earlier on in the season, and, and now that I haven't been betting on him, he's turned it on. So I, I like that he's figuring things out and he's back to 2020. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, give a little bit of uh, more more stats on the Rockies pick. Lazardo's given up a home run in each of his last six starts. And in that mm. ballpark, that is a tough, a tough place to walk into when you're already giving up the long ball. Because I mean, the Rockies are gonna hit it hard. They're gonna hit it out of the ballpark. They're the second best team in the league at uh, OPS at home. They're, they're batting 825 OPS. So uh, that I think the Rockies are gonna hit uh, hit a few home runs against him. And really, they're they're just a deadly team at home. So I I like that Rockies pick. That's why I went with it as well. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I'm just going to throw in the Tigers there. Um, I think the Tigers have a good matchup today, not in the Mm -hmm. series, but today with who they have on the mound and who Cleveland is throwing out. I like that. Again, throw that parlay together at the time of bet. It was plus 1443. So that means you place a $10 bet on this parlay and it hits you win 143 bucks. $123 profit, $133 profit. You're welcome. So now let's move on to the next two picks. I'm taking the Blue Jays money line in game one. And this is an interesting storyline. Canadian pitcher Nick Pavetta gets to face Toronto and pitch in Canada for the first time this season. His eight and five records good, and he can miss some bats, but Pavetta has not had a ton of success against the Blue Jays specifically. Something about going back home. He's not doing too well. The Red Sox beat them with him on the hill twice last month, but he gave up eight runs in 11 innings. The Red Sox just happened to outscore them. Uh, lefty Robbie Ray has been the Blue Jays' most dominant starter this season. and two starts, he's held the Red Sox to just one earned run over six innings in a Blue Jays' win. So Toronto has won three of his last four starts then. Uh, seven inning games are getting tricky in terms of backing home favorites because you're supposed to get only six at bats, but that makes the run line a challenge. I do like the Blue Jays in game one, but with that short seven inning game, remember with double headers this year, it's really, really tricky to get that minus one and a half. So I'm going to go keep it simple and I'm going to take the Blue Jays money line in game one of the double header there. And then my final bet today, I'm going to take the Dodgers 
run line minus one and a half against the angels. And this is strictly a pitching thing. The angels are going to send Jamie Barria Barria to the mound. And while he's been impressive in his last two outings, his professional career has been filled with a ton of inconsistencies. <laughs> up and down between the major and minor leagues for the better part of four seasons. This is just going to be his fifth appearance this year. Um, the Dodgers are hitting sh- a strong 267 with an 879 OPS in August alone. And now they have Trey Turner in their lineup. He makes an already intimidating lineup even more of a challenge to pitch against, and Barrio could have a lot of trouble facing them in their own bar ball- own ballpark. And then you talk about the bullpen. The Angels' bullpen is extremely worrisome. So I'm going to back the Dodgers minus one and a half on the run line and go with that and see if I can't get a win off of it. Uh, I like it. Uh, I I was close to putting that on my card, but uh, it just fell off. I, I I wanted to try to stay away from baseball as much as I could just because I've been terrible at baseball over the last couple <laughs> months. But uh, It's hard uh, when it's one of the only main sports going on right now. Yeah. I would welcome college basketball. I would welcome football. I'm ready. I, I'm ready. I, I know that uh, we have we have our episodes on Tuesdays coming out, and just talking about football every week, it, it's getting me it, it's getting me going. Absolutely. Well, that's my bet. Those are my bets today. No three, two, one today because I see a mega parlay that I think has a really good chance of hitting better than most. Uh, to to quote the fan, the late Learn Bunquist. But um, <laughs> we'll throw it back out to JT for his best bets this weekend. What are we hitting with? So I'll start off with White Sox minus one and a half. Uh, Carlos Rodon, I, I'm big on him. I think he's a great pitcher. He's beat, got beaten up to his last few starts, but when I looked into it, I think you get a little bit of, bit of value here. He's gave up two home runs in each of his last two starts, but when you look at that Cubs lineup, what scares you about them hitting the ball out of the ballpark? Nothing. They, they traded everybody away that had any sort of power. So I think – this is his bounce back game to kind of get back on track and get ready as we approach the end of the season. And the, the White Sox are easily in the lead of their division. So he, he's got to get back on track and be one of their best pitchers come playoff time. And if he even just pitches a little bit better, maybe gives up two runs, I think that's enough for the White Sox going up against uh, Adbert Alzale. He, he hasn't been good. Uh, he's kind of that end of the line starter for them that they just needed to fill a spot. So I I think the White Sox can beat up on him and and you get good value here. A White Sox team that's, that's been pretty good lately at pretty much almost plus money. Yeah. And then we, we already got in the Rockies pick uh, great home favorite today that I like. And then the last baseball pick is Reds money line tomorrow going up against the Pirates. The Pirates have been terrible at Great American Ballpark, not only this year, but really for the last five years or so. The in uh, in the games this year, they have not won against the Reds at Great American Ballpark, and they've mm-hmm. been outscored fifty-one to seventeen. And then I so I was looking between Saturday and Sunday which game I like more. I like Tyler Malley as a pitcher better than. I don't have it written down here. Whoever was going on Saturday, I, I, I like Malley a little bit better. He pitched against the Pirates one time earlier this year, gave up one run over six innings and struck out seven. So I think if he can put up another decent performance like that, the Reds got 10 runs last night. I don't think they're going to need that many today. But even if they get to four or five, I think this is an easy, easy money line win. So I, I hate going against the Pirates. I wish that I, I could see them win a little more often, but I, I know that team better than most people. <laughs> They're not that good. That's true. 
It's always bad when your best bet is against your favorite team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I mean, hey, that's a solid synopsis. I mean, if you're going with those two options on the mound and you like that game and you're going to be watching it anyway because your team's playing, mm-hmm. I like the Reds' money line on that too. Yep. So uh, we'll jump over to the Olympics. I had a tough time. I was looking through everything, but the, the Olympics mainly started, uh, most of the events started before we started uh, recording today. But I found two that I like. USA Women's Basketball, minus 17 and a half. They tip off later tonight. I I think we can all agree that Team USA is going to win this with ease. They have dominated really the whole tournament. They beat Japan in group play by 17, and they were playing a, a much different style of basketball in group play than they have in the knockout round. They were kind of just coasting through things. They, they have a few older players on their team. Diana Taurasi, uh, this is probably her last Olympics. She, she was kind of uh, – she was on a minutes restriction there in group play as they just tried to get through it. To, and they, they still won all their games, but it wasn't at by as many points. I think they ramp it up in this one and they beat them pretty easily. Japan's tallest player is six one. That would make her the seventh tallest player on the United States team. Uh, so I think that along with Diana Taurasi trying to have a big last game, I think they throw it inside to Griner and early and often score a bunch of points in the paint and they get a big win by 20 plus. And then my last one is a, is an upset pick for anybody that watches that follows along with marathons. I do not, but I was reading about them today. Eliud Kipchoge is probably from what I read, he's probably the greatest marathoner of all time. He has a bunch of world records. He has a previous gold medal in the marathon He's looking to become only the third person to win the marathon twice. The last person to do it was in 1980. And that was a big part of uh, the German doping scandal back in the seventies mm. and eighties. So it doesn't happen very often. Uh, he's 36 years old and he's a huge favorite at minus two twenty five. Um, but he lost his most recent major marathon in London last year. I'm going to take a chance and take the kid that beat him in that race 25-year-old Shora Katata uh, won not only the London Marathon in 2020, but he won the 35K at the Ethiopian Trials. So uh, from doing my research, uh, the Olympic Marathon is always very difficult because it's extremely hot, a lot hotter than all the other marathons. I think that could tire some people out. I'm going to trust the young legs, the 25-year-old, and at plus 1,000 odds, uh, I've got to take a chance on that. Uh, $10 to win 100 Give me that all day long. Absolutely. It's only logical, <laughs> right? Yeah, you, you can't take a heavy favorite in, a, in something like a marathon that, that like anything could happen. It's such a long race that I, I just don't like a 36-year-old at that, the, that big of a favorite. Absolutely. And when you look at it, the USA women's basketball triggered a thought in my mind because I typically stay away from women's basketball when it's here in America, we're talking college now because either the it's, it's one or the other in, in college basketball with women, either it's like a two point buzzer beater or it's like a 30 point blowout. Mm -hmm. And I think the reason for that is because you're taking all the talent in our country and spreading it across all these major universities, right? So the talent disparagement is greater. Now we're taking all the best women in our country in our entire country and putting them against 
every other country in the world. And I don't think people really understand how far ahead there was a lot to be said about the rest of the world catching up to the United States men's team. Mm -hmm. No one is even in the same atmosphere as the United States when it comes to women's basketball. And so in this particular, I don't think 17 and a half is enough unless they get, I can see them getting out to like a 25, 30 point lead and taking it easy in the first half. Um, and maybe Japan creeps back in, but then you, like you said, their tallest player would be the seventh tallest player on our team. Mm-hmm. We can just bully them all day long. I think there's going to be a lot of issues on the glass for Japan. I think there's going to be a lot of putback opportunities because of that. And uh, it means a lot of kickout threes. And anytime you got Diana Taurasi on a team, you know, that kickout three is just about guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. So yeah, great pick there. I'm surprised it was so low, but being as they beat them by 17 in group play, I get the, I get the point behind the 17 and a half. So, all right, well, that's all the bets for today. Let's wrap this back up and, and go. We're going to have JT. He's got White Sox minus one and a half. Rockies minus one and a half. Uh, the Reds on the money line Sunday. Keep that in mind, folks. Sunday, we're going to take the women's basketball, United States in the gold medal match, minus 17 and a half. Shura Katata from the men's marathon. Trying to get some value there at plus 1,000. $10 bet wins you 100. Who knows? He might pull it off. Three game mega parlay, mega, mega parlay <laughs> plus 1443. My dog did not like that at all. She <laughs> shot up so fast. Um, but 1443, a $10 bet wins you $143 here. And that's going to be the Tigers minus a run and a half Royals on the money line and Rockies minus a run and a half. You hit that. It's a good day. Take your wife out somewhere. Nice. Your girlfriend, your boyfriend, whoever spoils. To what is it? To the victor go the spoils. Yeah, it's gonna be one like of those that. opportunities. <laughs> um, and then a couple of bets on the side, just because three of my bets are tied up into the parlay. I'm gonna take the Blue Jays on the money line in game one of the doubleheader, and I'm gonna take the Dodgers minus a run and a half. Did we miss anything? Um, no, but I, we've been getting into college uh, win totals on Tuesdays. Just as a mm-hmm. little bit of a bonus pick, I just want to give out uh, Jaguars. I believe they are. I th- believe their win total is five and a half. It, hammer that over. I, I believe in Trevor Lawrence. I think he's going to turn this thing around quick. So a little bonus NFL pick. Take the Jaguars uh, as for a future. Apparently, there might be some some debate on whether or not he's going to get the start. Gardner Minshew has been giving him a run for his money. Yeah, I think Gardner Minshew hasn't taken a poop in three months. <laughs> yeah, he said he doesn't want to be number two. Uh, I, That's it. I, I love that mentality, but uh, I, I think Lawrence ends up winning the job, and I, I think he can turn that thing around and uh, they can yeah. win some games. I think you have to look. Competition is healthy, and I think you got to look at. Look, I love Gardner Minshew. Minshew mania hit me hard, like it was COVID, and <laughs> but you have to you have to take perspective. If Gardner Minshew two years in the league now, right? This is his third. Yep. This is his third off season. Second. And I don't know what they were able to accomplish last year. And he's in a tough quarterback battle with a rookie, even though it is Trevor Lawrence. The fact that he's in a tough quarterback battle for the number one spot with a rookie should tell you everything you need to know about Gardner Minshew's ceiling. Loved him at East Carolina. Love watching him play. Love watching him play for the Jaguars. I mm-hmm. loved everything about Minshew Mania. I love the cutoff jeans. I love all of it. Um, but I don't think you can justify starting him over Trevor Lawrence. But the good news is, with JT's pick of hammering the over five wins, that division is going to be woeful. 
mm-hmm. down there in the AFC South because you've got Houston's in that division. You've got Jacksonville in that division. Um, I'm blanking. Um, Houston, Jacksonville. Tennessee. Tennessee. It's going to be tough, but Tennessee and then the the Ravens are not in that division. They're in the AFC North. No, uh, you, you already named three, right? Uh, yeah. There's four teams per division. So, yeah, that's that's all. We've only got three. We've only got three, though. We got the Jaguars, we've got the Texans, and we got the Titans. Who's the who's the fourth in that division? It's early, people. Don't uh, don't uh, don't get too yeah. mad. The brains don't <laughs> work quite as fast. If this was an evening podcast, we would be all over it. AFC uh, South. I'm really blanking. So, so Houston, Indy, Jacksonville, Tennessee, Indianapolis. Yeah. We don't. Carson Wentz is down. Carson Wentz is out. So really, it's Tennessee and everybody else in that division right now, mm-hmm. right? So the good news about taking that over five, hopefully they can get three wins in the division. And then if something does happen to Trevor Lawrence, Minshew Mania is right behind him. So it's not much of a drop off. So I love that pick. And we're going to get into more. Check us out on Team Total Tuesdays. That's a new episode that gets released every single Tuesday. We talk about the top five conferences and the win totals for the teams in those five conferences. We've already done the SEC. We've already done the ACC this past week. So this Tuesday's release of Team Total Tuesdays will be the Big 12. And that is Team Total Tuesdays presented by Sports Shift Media and Brood Bets. We have been Brood Bets here on a Saturday morning presented by Pale Horse Coffee. Don't forget to use promo code BROODBETS at checkout. You can do that for delivery or order online to pick up in store. That promo code will get you 10% off. We have had another great Saturday morning of strong coffee and stronger bets here on Brood Bets. We appreciate those of y'all that have joined us. I know it's hard to get up early with us, but we appreciate you when you do. Have a great Saturday. Bet responsibly. If you need help, 1-800-GAMBLER. They're always there to talk with you. Uh, For JT, I'm BJ of Sports with BJ. We'll see you all next Saturday.